Good afternoon and welcome to this week's edition of ICT Council Chat. I'm Becky Tuttle and it is my honor and privilege to serve as the Vice Mayor for the City of Wichita and I also represent District 2 which is our northeast portion of our community and I'm here today with my new colleague. I'll let you introduce yourself. Thank you Becky. Uh, my name is Mike Hoheisel. I am the new District uh, 3 City Council member and I am thrilled to be here today. A little nervous, but um, hey, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, no, glad you're here. It's been uh, great to get to know you, get to spend some time with you. We were just in Topeka for the last couple days. Um, we had a conference that we all attended and then got to go and meet with some of our legislators from the South Central delegation and um, let them know a little bit about what we're interested in in Wichita and our joint legislative agenda with the city, the county, the Greater Wichita Partnership, and REAP. So got to spend a few days with you up in Topeka and learn even more about you. So glad you're here. I appreciate that. It's It's been a blast so far. Um, I love the people I'm working with. I love staff in the city. Um, we're going to get some good things done and uh, just continue the momentum we have on a lot of issues here. Yeah, and I'm super glad to hear you say that. I tell people all the time I have a little bit different perspective as an elected working for a local government because I used to work at the county. And so I worked under the leisure of elected officials. And so I understand now for our staff who truly are the content experts and understand their subject matter better than I ever could or should. Um, but I think people have a deep appreciation for what we do at the city. And most of the time they have a deep appreciation when they're the absolute sense of what we do, right? right. <laughs> the water doesn't come out or the streets <laughs> aren't repaired. But I think that once then you come and you work alongside the city staff, you have an even more robust appreciation for staff and what they do. I, I, I totally agree. Um, getting to know a few of the other um, areas of government in our city, our county, our state, uh, the more I get to know them, the more appreciative I am of being on the city council. I think this is a place to be. This is where we can have direct impact on the everyday lives of our residents. And like I said, I'm just super grateful to be given this opportunity to help do some good things for our community. Awesome. We're glad you're here. So we're going to talk a little bit about what's going to be in the agenda for Tuesday. I can't believe it's going to be February 1st. Um, if all of 2022 flies by as quickly as the first month did, it's going to go by and really fast. But one of the things that we always do first on our city council agenda is we approve the board of bids. And so I remember when I first started, it was really overwhelming because there's a lot of departments and there's a lot of different numbers. And so, you know, our primary goal is to obtain the greatest value of every dollar that we spend here in the city of Wichita. And the procurement of goods and services is vital to make sure that our departments have what they need so that we can efficiently and effectively provide services to the residents in the community. So if anybody's interested in learning more about the Board of Bids or the process, or you want to, or as a vendor, you want to be able to apply to um, you know, be able to work with the city and do business with the city, you can go to wichita.gov. And then I, I made sure I knew how to do it. So I <laughs> Anytime I ask people to do something, I always make sure I can do it. So then if you go to get information, there's departments, and then it's finance, and then purchasing. And it's it's real easy to navigate. But then that's where our vendor self-service portion is. And so, for example, if you think that, you know, you want to apply for one of our bids that we have, or one of our open bids, that's how companies, entities are able to apply. And, and there's a great instructional video, too, just in case somebody has questions. But there's also a phone number for helpful staff who can answer. 
answer questions too. One thing I've always appreciated about you, Becky, is how prepared you are. You don't come in blind blind on any of this. Well, thank you. I try my best. I think that's one thing that people are always surprised when I they ask what is the most interesting thing about being on council that I didn't know. I said it's how much you have to read and research. I really feel sometimes like I'm back in college again, yes. writing papers yes. all the time because I spend an incredible amount of time doing reading and doing research. Um, the other thing that we're going to talk about is our public hearing for the uh, the TIF for ICT 21 redevelopment. It's in District 6. And this is a project I'm really excited about because this was a piece of land that was sitting idle and you know, nothing had really been done. But some of the developers in our community who stepped forward and proposed to redevelop the area with approximately 1 million square feet of new warehousing, manufacturing, and transit facilities over the next 10 years. And right before this, I was coming, I was had a, a lunch meeting with a colleague in the community and they were talking about the need for manufacturing and spec warehouse in the city. And so he was excited about this. He doesn't have anything to do with it, but he just had heard about it and, you know, thought it was a great opportunity for this area to, um, you know, have some growth and development in that corridor. And then also um, it's going to have 400 direct jobs, which is great, um, with annual compensation of 26, about 26,000 each, and then potential induced job creation of 810 jobs over the life of the project. So something that um, I'm interested in hearing the presentation and, and would anticipate that most of council will be supportive of. Yeah, uh, we got some great things going on in District 6, and we will not turn down any new job opportunities we can bring to our city. Absolutely, so. absolutely. And then one other thing that I'm excited about, and I did talk with Councilmember Fry um, when we were in Topeka because I wasn't very aware of this project in his district, in District 5, but it's for um, an IRB, an, an industrial revenue bond for steel almond tree. Um, and what it is is quality housing for elderly. And so they've done other projects in our community before and done really well. They're really quality builds and quality um, rehabs, if you will. And so they are going to have a, it's a mid-rise apartment complex with 50 units and they're going to make it for low-income el elderly and disabled residents. So they'll bring it up to ADHA, ADA compliance. So there really is a need for this type of housing and this is going to be just another asset in our city and especially for District 5. Right. We, we got some good things going on as far as housing is concerned in this city, um, and we need to make sure that the focus stays on people who are um, most in need of it, including elderly. So this is a great project. Um, can't say enough about our housing uh, department we have here. Uh, like I said, the city staff is doing a great job and looking at things a little differently. So I look forward to further projects they have and further suggestions they have for us. Great. Um, now flipping over to my side of the agenda over here. Um, first, I want to bring up that we have um, improvements to Hoover Road. If you go to Hoover Road between 29th Street and Zoo Boulevard, um, currently it's a two-lane road, and we're going to turn that into a three-lane road, and we're going to add sidewalk and curb and gutter to it. So essentially, we're going to improve about a, a mile's worth of road there, and or two miles actually, and um, it, it's a good thing. It's people, residents in the area, it's always a good thing to improve roads in our city. So this is another project that we're kicking off here. And if you want to see the plans, go to the uh, city council agenda and just take a look at it and see what you guys think. But it, it sounds like a good thing that we're doing there. Absolutely. Um, the next thing we have up is we got to replace um, some valves 
on our water lines here. The, the pumps currently are sending it to the uh, underground reservoirs, which is an important thing because I don't know if you remember about a decade ago, I'm sure you do, uh, our water level got down to 27 percent, mm -hmm. and that's coming from the Cheney Reservoir. And with the uncertainty around climate change, um, in the future, this is going to be important that we make sure that our underground reservoirs and aquifers are filled as much as they need to be. Um, this is something that the city needs to invest in for sustainability. So anything we can do as far as infrastructure to help out with that is going to be a good thing. Awesome. And the last one, and this one is, if you talk about things that keep us up at night, and we're talking about the people who are impacted the most by our decisions. Um, if you're not familiar with it, a couple of weeks ago when it got really cold outside and we've had the, the increases in COVID cases, and this has also impacted our homeless population as well. Uh, it got to be to where some of our homeless shelters were having to close their doors because they had an overflow of COVID positive cases. Um, we have things that we can do as far as um, helping people get into hotel rooms to isolate. Um, there's funding, federal funding that helps us out with that. Unfortunately, you also have to have one nurse per 12 people to get into the hotels. And you also have to have the hotels that are opening their doors to these people. Mm -hmm. um, we only had one hotel that stepped up and offered this. And with the shortage of healthcare workers and the stressed out healthcare workers we've had lately, uh, it proved to be a very difficult task. So, um, so what we have here is we're going to help with Humankind Ministry uh, provide $50,000 in funding to help them open a COVID isolation shelter. Yeah. And again, this is impacting the people that need our help the most. So um, when I see this come across our desk, it, this is something that really touches me and it, it makes me proud to help work on this. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think during COVID, sometimes we all have been in just, you know, dealing with the lives, what it impacts our lives, you know, where we live, learn, earn, play, and pray. And we oftentimes forget the most vulnerable in our community. And so I too was glad to see this agenda item. Um, I know that we, there was a question during agenda review today because we've previously helped support um, humankind with another initiative with winter shelter, yeah. but this is a separate and unique opportunity to provide some support for, for humankind specifically for COVID. So um, I'll be excited to hear the presentation and learn more, but it sounds like a definite need and that we have an opportunity to be able to be a part of the progress. That's right. Much, much needed. So I'm very appreciative of Humankind Ministries' efforts over the years and I'm looking forward to how we can continue to work with them in the future. Excellent. Excellent. The other thing that's on the agenda that I'm very excited about because it's in my district is for Jabara Airport and to issue airport special facility revenue bonds for Clemens Aviation. So I've lived in the city of Wichita now. We moved here in 2002, so almost 20 years. It'll be 20 years Labor Day weekend. And I'm so excited that during the last couple of years, we've seen growth and development within that Jabara Airport. Um, for a long time, Webb Road, there really wasn't much advancement going that way. So Clemens um, Aviation is partnering with the city, with the airport. And back in 2020, pardon me, um, their plan included two 
18,000 square foot hangars, and then it was amended to add another 18,000, and now we're amending the plan to have a total of five hangars. So very excited. Clemens Aviation is the group that was in Stearman previously, okay. and I don't know if you've ever been down to Stearman Airport. Yep. Um, great. It's it's really almost a destination. You can go, you can eat, um, you can watch the planes come in. It's a real social place to be. And I think eventually they'd like to make Jabara Airport similar to that model. So excited to see it. The other thing, too, is that they're going to be transferring set, uh, 17 employees from the Stearman to the new Jabara facility with um, a net of 24 new jobs over a five-year period with their average wage of $71,000 a year. So, you know, that means more jobs jobs in the area and more people with more purchasing power. So it's just a win-win. It's a win for our airport system. It's a win for the city. Yeah. You, you know, we talk a lot about jobs, but we also got to focus on quality jobs. Yeah, and it sounds absolutely. like this is bringing a lot of those in. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. So what do you think so far? You've been here, <laughs> let's see, over almost a month, almost right? A month, yeah. So what have you learned? What was the most interesting? What are you most excited about? What are you interested in learning more about still? More about everything, I know. But yeah, anything specific? <laughs> uh, you know, when I first started, pretty much every department used the uh, phrase, like drinking water from a fire hose. Yeah, for sure. And I'm finding out that that is actually the case. It actually is. Um, I, I thought about this, and I could come up with three different uh, words that I think would accurately describe my time here so far. The first one is informative. Yeah. Because you don't know what you don't know until you're starting to learn it. Right. So you have one idea if you're looking from the outside, and anybody who's listening and they think they have the best ideas on what to do, when you, when you get in here and you're seeing the process and you're, you get the information um, about the issues that you care about, and you have to take that, that, that straight, honest look at it, um, you know, it, it helps you look at things a little differently. And you, you still keep your same morals and the same goals that you're trying to accomplish, but you understand that you have to go about it a different way than when you're sitting there, you know, arm, armchair quarterbacking yeah. from your couch. Um, it's also been very exciting because I hear about some of the projects we have going. Um, I'm seeing some of the reports come out about things that we can do differently and just ways to improve our city. So I am very excited to be a part of that. And also it's been very sobering because now the responsibilities are falling on us. And so the accountability issue falls to us as well. Um, we are responsible for these things. And sometimes things that are out of your hands happen. Mm -hmm. And we still got to figure out ways to address it. We got to figure out ways to find accountability and make sure that these things don't happen again. Mm -hmm. So th there are things that keep me up at night. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, the, the, the way to get past that, the way to to really ease your mind on it is to buckle down and actually show some change and resting, you know, you'll rest easier when you know that you've had a positive impact. So uh, those are the words that I would use to describe it. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And you've, you've been around for a couple of years now. Three years. Yeah. And you've, you've had a lot of time to really dig in on a lot of issues and have some influence. So um, what in your time here so far has been the most rewarding to you? 
Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and if you asked me every day, it would be different, right? But today, um, I, I would have to say the master food plan passing that topic and there was some confusion among I think our colleagues that we've been working on the master food plan for 10 years not the case only the last really year year and a half to have the plan but I've been working on the issue of food deserts for over a decade through the work of the health and wellness coalition of Wichita so and we know that 25% of our population lives in a food desert 44 square miles of food deserts and we've determined that in the city in the community um, that it's six common themes and and I always talk about getting food to people and people to food and that's really one of the things that the master food plan will address and then the potential for some of our cares funding or ARPA funding um, to be able to to help address the issue as well anticipating that our friends at the county will pass the food plan hopefully in February and then have a publicly appointed advisory board so um, a lot of work has been done by a lot of people the fact that it's been a community driven initiative is is what warms my heart. Um, I tell people all the time that the most important budget, the most important vote I make all year is the budget. Where you put your time and treasure is a reflection of your values. And so that is the vote every year that I take the most seriously and really put the most thought and effort into. Um, I'm also really excited about WAMPO. WAMPO is our Wichita Area Metropolitan Planning Organization. I have the, the privilege of serving as vice chair this year. And, and we're making some progress, especially with funds come down from the federal level. It's, it's important to make sure that we're spending that in a regionally significant way so I'm glad to be a part of that I always say that transportation is the lifeblood of your economy right you have to yep. get people where they need to go and move goods and services um, and then also and the water treatment plant um, and then I was fortunate to be able to serve on the biological nutrient removal plant process two huge legacy pieces of infrastructure, billion dollars almost combined, right. um, and, and something that will be used for not just decades but generations to come. So to be able to be a part of that is, is just really significant for me. Um, and then I think the last thing that would probably be surprising, but the whole COVID response I think has been really interesting. Um, you know, when it all happened, it was – it was everybody was doing just is amazing work but I saw so many departments and so many staff members internally but then of course across our city who came up with creative and innovative solutions to make sure that people could still utilize the services that the city has um, you know our libraries and our park departments and and just the real innovation and creativity that that our staff put into it was something that it was a fascinating process to watch and and glad to be a part of such a great organization so like I said if you ask me tomorrow I probably have a whole different list because it's all important and it all matters and and sometimes people are just surprised everything that we do in the city of Wichita there and even as a council member you know I'm always yeah. learning something new of wow we do that too right so yeah well I can say um, from the third district we live in a food desert it's a majority of my district is a food desert and we appreciate the work you've done on that issue and um, speaking as a South Sider, I cannot wait until the BNR sewage <laughs> treatment plant Absolutely. is up and running, and we can finally go outside and yeah. take a whiff of uh, take a big breath of air and 
not have the smell of uh, <laughs> the sewage treatment plant lingering around yeah, my, on the days that the wind's blowing just right. Yeah, anyways. I took my tour of the current plant, too, when I first started in August. Don't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, no. Yeah. I, I, I know well enough, that, uh, just at least how the, uh, the odor yeah. uh, permeates through everything. So. We're working on it. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And... Again, you're talking about a generational thing. This is something that's going to help us out for um, years to come, Southsiders for um, decades to come from now. And it's going to be a great thing to not have our children grow up and not have to deal with some of these odor issues and air quality issues. Yeah. And also concentrate on putting a cleaner product back into our environment. Yeah. Great so. points, great points. One other thing I just want to mention, um, I'm wearing my Kansas necklace today. Tomorrow is Kansas's birthday. Tomorrow's Kansas Day, something that I'm always really excited about. Um, Kansas turns 161 tomorrow. And so I am on the City Arts Advisory Board, so I would really encourage anyone who's looking for anything to do tomorrow to celebrate Kansas Day to check out online City Arts. If you go, they have all the different activities. There's things for kids. There's things for adults. You can, of course, view any of the galleries that we have there's a great gift shop that i like to shop for gifts for my friends at but sometimes people forget about city arts and that it is a city amenity but it really is just one more way that we contribute to the quality of life for our residents we know that people come to wichita for great jobs but they'll stay in wichita because of our quality of life so if you're looking for something fun to do on kansas today go down to city arts in downtown Hey, that sounds like a great thing. Happy birthday to Kansas. Happy birthday, Kansas. Um, greatest state out there. We have a lot to be proud of for Kansas. And on that note, I would also like to uh, show off our official Wichita mascot here. Um, this does not apply to Kellogg anymore because currently there is no traffic, uh, no construction happening on Kellogg. So um, just like to point that out, that that'll change here within a year and a half or it sure so. Sure will. And then the east side, right? Yeah. With yep. our friends in Andover, I always tell people that orange cones and cranes make me happy <laughs> because that means progress. Right? Yeah. And things yeah. are being worked on and, and developed and and changed. So orange cones and and cranes make me happy. <laughs> Reminds me of home. <laughs> Uh, well, it, it was great chatting with you. Um, I appreciate everything you've done to help me out in my learning Absolutely. process so far. Always here for you. I appreciate that. We're, I always tell people when you're on city council or when you're an elected, you become your own little family. That's right. right. So it's our work family. That's right. Take care of each other. I'm, not, I'm proud to be here. I'm honored to be here. And I'm looking forward to the next four years of working with you and uh, our fellow council members. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great weekend. And go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. <laughs> Thank you.